Straight Talk Faithful, your host, your boy, George McKay, back in studio again today, pre-recorded as I always do during these wonderful COVID-19 times. I got a good one. I got the legend, or actually the daughter of a legend, who is one of my all-time favorite, probably top five, can't put him in order, but he's definitely in the top five for me. Please help me welcome the daughter of the late, great Davey Boy Smith, Georgia Smith, to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, my dear? Hello, George. So we got George and we got Georgia. It's, oh. it's a deadly combination of pure success, in my opinion. <laughs> deadly combination. You're the male <laughs> me. I'm the female you. That's uh, it. Yeah, thank you for having me. As we talked about before, it's been a bit of a runaround, but we're here. I'm excited. And uh, yeah, I usually do podcasts like in like the early afternoon. So this is like different doing it at nighttime. <laughs> so it's awesome. I'm glad to be here. It's like a, it's like a podcast after dark. Welcome yeah. to Straight Talk After Dark. <laughs> so Georgia, obviously the reason why we're talking today is because one of the greatest of all time has a special going to premiere on the WWE Network. He is one of the few episodes dropping in the first season of Icons. And that's your father, the legend, Davy Boy Smith. Yep. So my first question is, how did this all come about? Like, how did WWE approach you about Icons? Well, they, um, um, as far as I'm aware of, Kieran, who did um, Heart and Soul back in 2010, if you remember seeing that on my family, he uh, reached out to, to Brett because he interviewed Brett for Yokozuna, so his Yokozuna segment. He was like, you know, we really want to do one for Davey. And he was like, Kieran was like, but I don't know how to get a hold of Diana. And so Brett got them connected. And this was in July, back in July. And I was at a, a, a signing with Harry in New York. And I got a text and my mom was like, yeah, they want to do a documentary on Davey. And I was like, oh my God, because I've been wanting to do that for years. And it just like, I, it hasn't been like the right time or the right people or the right company or it just never quite worked. But Kieran was like, you know, I really want to talk about like this new resurgence of Davey's popularity and, um, you know, how George is running all of his social media stuff and how that's taken off. You know, he's going into the Hall of Fame, Harry's wrestling under Davey Boy Smith Jr. And. I think this would just be a really good thing to do and to celebrate Davey and, you know, and Davey's going to be, I think the second last or the last episode, because they want that to be the most anticipated one, not taking away from anybody else, but um, you know, they, they really want to showcase everything that's happened with him in the last little bit with, you know, as I mentioned, Hall of Fame and his name has been brought up more now than it has in the past, you know, nearly 20 years. So it was really exciting and I, I had to be quiet about it and we had to have our zoom meetings wwe and i and harry and uh they're like you know we, we have to keep this confidential and i saw like in some of the wrestling like uh news sites like documentary in the works and wwe was a harry recently filming you know a match with harry and i was like i can't say anything i'm always like they always tell me things like when he got inducted into the hall of fame i couldn't say anything for over a month about it and then when he got announced, it was the, everything got shut down on March 12th. So, um, yeah. So it's just been a whole, as you know, we all know it's been a whole journey, a whole process, a whole lot of this, but, um, yeah, the, that's what happened. And then, uh, I reached out to them in September and I was like, are we still doing this documentary? Cause I haven't heard anything. And they were like, yep, let's, let's do another zoom. And they told me, and I think, I believe Terry Funk was in the lineup, but I don't know what happened with that. But they told me, you know, it's Davey, Lex, Beth, Rob Van Dam, Yokozuna, and Terry. Um, so, yeah, I was really excited about it. And then they came and filmed in November, and they just did back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back filming. They flew my mom out here, which was really cool. And, you know, it was just really cool to see how we all came together and made this all work during this time. And they just film finished filming my granddad, my dad's dad in England last week, and his family over there and where my dad used to train at. And that was really, really hard as well because England's been locked down, locked down, everything's shut down. Um, my granddad wasn't doing too good and my aunt got COVID. Oh no. So I was just, and then my, and my uncle died as well, my dad's brother. So I was like, I don't think that they're gonna like actually be able to sit down and film, which I thought is a shame because you know, this, I wanted my granddad's, his side to be told. And, um, but we made it work. They got what, they got the footage. So we've got, I don't know how WWE is going to do it, how they're going to cram it all in like an hour and a half or an hour, however they're going to do it. But uh, it's, it's, it's going to be really, really good. Um, as I've mentioned on social media, I I've given literally my heart and my soul into this and I've worked so hard on it. And when 
WWE sat down with me, I just said like, you know, cause they went bam right into the questions. And I was like, well, before we get into the questions, I just want to stress how important this is to me. And um, you know, I might get like shifty eyed or change subjects or uh, go back and forth on some things. I was like, but I want to tell, be as real and as genuine and authentic as possible. And you know, this, this, this isn't a perfect story. This isn't, I'm not perfect. And I want, I, I just want to try to get all this from my soul to you guys. <laughs> and it might be a weird <laughs> Georgia package, but you know, I, I want you guys to, to see it and to understand and know the person that I knew and the, the dad I had and the, the person that I loved. So, um, yeah, and they, they did that. And I don't know if I think they need to film some more stuff. But uh, yeah, it's 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 been a it's been a real journey, and it was very therapeutic. And um, I'm just grateful that it's it's happened, it's happening, and um, you know, my dad's getting the the attention and credit that he deserves. And I'm glad WWE, you know, they've they've really taken notice of this and it's taken off. Absolutely. And, and the great thing about um, stuff like this is it, it, it especially doing podcasts myself, because I got two small daughters. I'm a proud dad. I got an 11 year old called the mini host. She does little segments on my YouTube page as well. And then I got my four year old who's absolutely crazy, um, but I love her to death. Um, and when I'm always doing the interviews, I'm doing my research. I'm trying to tighten up everything, make sure my points are where I need them to be. And my 11 year old will come down and she'll say to me, well, dad, who, who are you interviewing? I'm like, well, I'm sitting down with Georgia Smith. She's Davy Boy Smith's you know she's the legend jv boy smith's daughter and she's like who's davy boy smith and i'm like i haven't shown you the british bulldog <laughs> so i had to put my research aside for like three days and we went upstairs and that's the great thing about the network you and i didn't have the network when we were kids so anything we had to find we had to go through like vhs bootleg tapes and yeah. go to blockbuster and i tried to explain blockbuster to it but she didn't get that either <laughs> but uh i showed her all the matches uh mainly my all-time favorite which is SummerSlam 92 you can't talk Davey Boy Smith without talking Wembley Stadium 92 yeah. Davey versus Brett um that is a surreal moment in wrestling history um that is something that wrestling fans we love to the one thing about being a wrestling fans we're so passionate and we love to bitch and complain about everything everything yeah. that we think could have went a different way or been done different but mm -hmm. I've watched this match 50,000 times in my lifetime and there's one thing I could say about this match crispness it's clean it's beautiful it's an art form and that's a credit to your father. And I promised myself that when I was sitting down getting ready for this interview, if I ever get a chance to tell her this, I want her to remember this. And I hope this stands out to you for the rest of the rest of time. Thank you. Thank you for allowing us to share your father. Because that's not easy. And you allowed that man to come into our house every week. And be the most amazing. When I was a kid, I'm half Scottish. I forgot my Scottish heritage. And I was all about England. I was like, fuck that. I want a Union Jack. I want to rock it. I want to wear Union Jack like underwear. I want to wear, you know, dreadlocks. I want to do the whole thing. And that was a credit to your father and the person that he is. And as a wrestling fan, the one thing I always bitched about was two things. Two guys that were never in the Hall of Fame that should have been. One is Owen Hart. We all know the reasons why. Yeah. The other one was Davey Boy. I never understood why it took so long. So if this is an okay question, why do you think it took so long? for David to get recognized in something that he should have been in, in my opinion, in the first three or four years. And that's I, my opinion. I agree. I, uh, and to be honest, I'm, I'm as, as happy and as grateful as, you know, he's in it now and it's going to be in Tampa and all that. Um, you know, it is, it is um, a bit, I don't know what the word of for it is, but a bit, sad that you know i don't know how they're gonna wwe's going to do it but it's most likely not going to be in front of an audience and i just feel like my dad deserved that and deserves that and i feel like you know had this been done years ago he would have had that and like i was like could have should have would have should have and like but you can't think like that and it's like this is what we're dealing with now this is the situation and we're just gonna make it work and make you know try to make it the best as possible but yeah, I don't really know. I think they were just kind of like waiting for the right time. And I don't know if like they're necessarily like if they were waiting like for, for Harry to have come back or I don't know what their reasoning was. But, uh, you know, obviously NXT UK, that's really taken off. And I, I don't believe NXT UK would have would be existing if it wasn't for my dad. So um, I think, you know, they, they kind of <laughs> sat down and were like, yeah, it's time. 
it's time. And again, I'm a little, uh, a little teeny, tiny bit bitter that it didn't happen years ago, but um, hey, it's happening now. But now look at all the, the buildup that's now happening. He's got the icons leading up to the Hall of Fame. He's got all the social media stuff. He's got all the stuff going on right now. And it's building up. And I think now it's it's going to be even more special now that we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Like fans are like, I feel like this is the most, besides, you know, obviously Owen and a lot of the other legends, this is the most anticipated wait for a hall of famer. People are, they've been like, yes, <laughs> let's do it. So. I remember fighting the news. I was actually in the morning, I was brushing my teeth and my wife was getting ready for work. She's also a diehard fan. And when I got the ping, the notification on my phone, I looked down and I saw the email because I'm a subscriber, mm -hmm. WWE subscriber. I got the email that said British Bulldog to be announced on Raw uh, Hall of Fame. The toothbrush fell out of my mouth and I was just sitting there with my mouth hanging over. Toothpaste just pouring. I'm sorry, it's kind of a gross story to tell, but toothpaste just pouring out. And I'm just sitting there. I ran in the bedroom I'm like, babe, babe, toothpaste just coming out of my mouth. I'm like, he's in. Finally, he's in. And now it's something I could check off my bucket list. But now it's like, who else am I going to bitch about? Because now he's finally in. I can't bitch about it. I can't say, fuck, he's not in it again this year. Now he's finally in. So I have to ask because I, I get it's not going to be in front of an audience. But do you have, being the, the daughter of a legend, do you have any fun or should I say funny dad stories? Like, did you ever make him dress up and play tea with you? Back in the day, like I could just picture this big behemoth of a man sitting down at your tea set wearing a, a, a tiara. Do you have any stories like that? You got to have something like that. Yeah, I, I've got something kind of like that. And you just made me think as well as, um, you know how WWE, they do the packages of like this person's going on the Hall of Fame. I still haven't seen my dad's one because the, everything all happened. with right. COVID. So I'm, I need, you know, because I, I think they'll do a really good job with that. So I've been anticipating that as well. Um, but with that, I remember I got my dad to play like tick, not tick, Pictionary, uh, Scrabble. Um, there's a game called Kerplunk. I yes, yes, hell yeah. Uh, I make him tea, yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, you know, get sit around for teddy bears. And I used to <laughs> do like uh, like act with my Barbies, and I'd be like, you have to sit near the audience and you have to watch. So that's a, that's a very good question. I remember at Disney World, uh, all like the people that would dress up as like Donald and Mickey and they like would make a beeline, like line up with uh, their little notepads and be like, first Bulldog, can you sign this? Can you sign this? And I was like, wow, my dad's pretty cool. If Mickey and Goofy and <laughs> Donald want his autograph. And that's when I kind of thought, yeah, my dad's, my dad's something special. <laughs> Absolutely. When, when a big time celebrity like Mickey Mouse wants exactly. your autograph, that's You're a like, big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> that's a that's big, a big deal. deal because like I was going to Mickey for an autograph and Mickey was like, scram kid, I want your dad's autograph. <laughs> you should have been like, you want my dad's autograph. You better sign this and you better put something nice in here first and then I'll let you see my dad. That's right. Exactly. exactly. And Princess Jasmine, she wasn't really interested in my dad, but all the, the other people they were. Um, but yeah, yeah, there, we had a lot of fun. Um, my dad and I, we were really close. Well, as you can imagine with your daughters, there's like that daughter, father bond that's unbreakable. And I hope that what I've done with everything, I hope he's like proud and I've done it justice. And, um, you know, I've done it all out of love and because I, I care. And I think that's why it's taken off so much is because I was not going to stop doing it. Um, and I didn't expect anything out of it, but every day I wake up, I do something for him on social media and it's nice it's uh I, i've seen I've, I've, got, I've got like a new relationship with my dad it's like it's it's i don't know it's like i'm finding new things about him and things i've never seen before and pictures and articles and i'm like wow it's like you would have thought my dad would have lived like a thousand years for all the content and things that he's got out there it's crazy absolutely but it must be it must have been hard at some points as much as you're this is mm -hmm. a celebration of his legacy and his life yeah of who he was in and out of the ring, because that's important too. You want to talk about the family man. And like you said, how great of a father he was. I could see when you were telling me those stories, the smile across your face, like those are the memories that you cherish. And that's the greatest part of it. And I hope that when I'm gone to greener pastures, that my daughters have that same smile that you did. But um, it must've been hard going through all, all the history and, and definitely obviously that tragic day, May 18th, yeah. 2002. When, when things, uh, unfortunately, when he was called home. Yeah. Do you, 
I mean, it, this is probably a redundant question. You've been asked it a thousand times, but was it hard to say goodbye at the age of 14? I mean, that's when, you know, mm -hmm. a girl is becoming a woman. That's when things are changing. That's when there's all these life moments, like your graduation is not that far off. Uh, college, yeah. maybe not that far off. Wedding, first boyfriend. Like there's, there's a lot of things that obviously he missed out on. Is there, yeah. is yeah. there anything that, um, you know, before he went, is there anything kind of special that you still hold near and dear to you? That's something that he did like a life achievement moment in your life that he was part of? Um, yeah. So it's crazy. Cause yeah, I was just about 15 and you're like, that's like the age where you're like vulnerable and kind of that awkward teenage phase. And I hated school. And when my dad died, I was going through, um, like, uh, final exams and it was a lot. And, um, but yeah, on a nicer note, he, uh, he, he was teaching me how to drive. Nice. Oh man. You got, okay. So were you, were you, did you soak up the knowledge? Were you a good driver or was he <laughs> holding that handle praying for dear life? He was pretty, pretty good about it. Um, you know, I probably shouldn't have been on the roads, but he was like, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he, he was really patient with me, taught me some things. I think he'd be quite proud because I lived in England for five years. So I drove over there on the other side. And he's the only person I know who's done that switcheroo, <laughs> who's experienced that. Um, so I think, I think he'd be quite proud of that. But yeah, he, we, he, he did. He was teaching me how to drive. And um, I was really starting to get into like fitness and things at that age because I was kind of uh, fat. So uh, I think he was really happy to see that I was, you know, taking it in and finally, because I remember going with him to the gym and I didn't really appreciate it. I didn't really, you know, when you're 12, 13, it's like, and then, you know, you're becoming a woman and you're like, well, I'm going to work out, do this. And I think he was like, wow, she's, 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 she's finally seeing what I see with fitness, how it, how it makes you feel better about things. So yeah, those, those are two, two major things, I think. Absolutely. And I got to ask, because I mean, he was on the road for geez, mm -hmm. 300 plus days a year. So mm -hmm. when you did see him, did you guys have like a, like a ritual, like a thing that was just, okay, I'm uh, dad's coming home. We're going to do this. Like, did you go to the movies every, like the first day he was back, like stuff like, did you have something that, okay, I've had my time with Harry. I've had my time with mom. Now I got to have my time with my little girl. I got to do my, my thing that we do every time I come back off the road. Was there something like that? Oh. Because when he'd come off the road, he'd be pretty tired and he would just like just want to sleep or just like watch TV or but we did we watched movies all the time together. That was like our thing. And uh, my dad wanted to pursue he wanted to get into acting after wrestling, believe it or not. And I believe uh, he I auditioned for the role of um, X-Files as a uh, Mulder. Nice. I could, <laughs> yeah. I could see it. I, he would definitely Scully would have to change too, though. Scully yeah. could not be, you know, that timid little scully it would have to be somebody to stand up to be like i'm gonna have to take your shit just yeah. fall in line right exactly. yeah absolutely so he he wanted to do that and do stunt work uh but yeah movies and sushi we would always do sushi sushi what was what was davy's ultimate sushi dish because there's a lot of good ones man dynamite rolls california rolls there's a lot of good stuff mm. shimi he introduced me to something called a special scallop so special scallop is a scallop and it's like hacked up, diced up and it's with mayonnaise and then the little, the uh, little eggs, you know, like the little orange ball things. Oh yeah. With that and like a little bit of spice. Mind blowing. Sounds like it. Gonna have to cut this interview short. I'm gonna have to go grab some of that. I have to call this. <laughs> I know I haven't like eaten either. <laughs> like this makes me hungry. Um, but he, he introduced me to that. He actually got me like into sushi because uh, all of his years in Japan and I'd bring like, you know, octopus and whatever to school and kids would be like, ew, but I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, th those were, those were two main things. And I would, when he was going back to WWE back in 99, I would go to him, go with him to the gym every day. And the, like the incentive for me to go is he'd get like me McDonald's. <laughs> so <laughs> I would be like, Ugh. and I just liked spending time with them. I liked observing him working out and seeing just but i appreciate it so much more now sure absolutely so, but obviously then it was just cool to see him you know because he had the, the all the injuries and the broken back and he was literally like in a hospital bed and the next thing you know he's 
up ready going to the gym every day protein shakes you know and you it's just it was really inspiring absolutely absolutely that sounds like it would be that sounds like i mean it sounds like he was somebody that you could you could look up to for a lot of things mm-hmm. now um when you were in school and kids found out you know who pop was who dad was were you treated any differently once they found out that yo your dad's the british bulldog that's crazy did boys like maybe try to ask you out and they'd be like no, fuck no. That. i'm not gonna no guy no boy ever asked me out no no, no. in all my years of school none <laughs> but um uh you know I wasn't necessarily like that cool or anything and like I I mean I was I was just kind of like just kind of floated around but um you know sometimes kids wouldn't give me the time of day or wouldn't really whatever and then they'd see my dad pull up and it's like oh my god and then they'd be like you know they they they, they, they took me a little bit more serious but yeah uh, I never was like popular or anything but my dad you know he helped my cause he helped my case in school and uh yeah getting autographs and uh I, I regret now like I don't have anything like besides my agenda book from school that my dad would have to sign it'd be like you know Georgia needs to do his homework and my dad would have to like sign it like I've got an agenda book filled with my dad's autograph but I don't have any like a picture of his like signed personally to me which I wish I had now absolutely that would be that would be an amazing thing like I've got I've got some cool stuff behind me I've got you know I met yeah. Brett at a conference a couple of years ago he signed the the Bret Hart DVD, which is pretty cool. So I've got some things, but that's something I definitely missed. And I had an opportunity to meet your dad at this is I'm, I'm going to age myself here, but prepare it. There was something that we had here in Canada. You probably remember too, called Zellers. Do you remember Zellers? Yeah, I remember Zellers. He was supposed to be at a Zellers in Toronto and I was supposed to go. And that day, unfortunately, my dad, my car, our family car wouldn't start. So I missed out on the only opportunity I could have had to meet him, but that's okay. Because I saw him the next night on Monday Night Raw and all was forgiven. I saw him, I, he, he didn't know I was there, but I was like, hey, cool. Okay, I didn't get to see him in person, you know, three days ago, because stupid car wouldn't start, but, but that's okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's right there. So um, uh, when Harry broke into wrestling, I know your dad worked with him and he had a couple of tag matches before his passing yeah. back in Manitoba. Um, did you ever, were you ever bit by the wrestling bug? Like, this is a question I was intrigued to ask. You never thought about stepping in the ring. And that's funny that you say that because um, I posted this on my Instagram yesterday. Somebody had sent it to me. I'd posted it before, but I was like, this is pretty, um, pretty accurate. Uh, One second here. It was, uh, it was my dad. He was saying like, ah, here we go. So let's just listen to this. Okay. I mean, God knows I would never, ever put my daughter in a locker room with wrestlers so i mean i know it's a promo but that kind of that that hit that, that, that hits pretty accurate hey? <laughs> oh oh that's that's amazing though especially the most amazing part is that no boy ever asked you out because they knew your dad would probably snap their neck with one finger Oh, that's, oh, I love that. I, yeah. I, I have a plan when my, when some kid is stupid enough to ask my 11 year old out, I want to reenact a scene from bad boys too, where like oh, me and yeah. my, me and my good buddy, like he pretends to be like the drunken uncle that just got out of prison. And like, the goal is to make one of them shit their pants. Once that happens, I'll back off. Mm-hmm. One of them has to like embarrass themselves completely. And then I'll be like, cool. You're such a wussy that I know that you're not going to do anything. Cause this just happened. So I'm good. Yeah. Go ahead. Enjoy your evening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when people ask me, they're like, you know, did your dad, did he push that? I'm like, no, absolutely no, no wrestling. Um, but yeah, I just, it didn't, it never really like grabbed me or anything, but you know, my Harry, that's six foot five to 60, 70. He's perfect for that. I'm not very athletic either. <laughs> so just kind of, uh, he, he got all of those genes and I got, um, I don't know, I guess I'm good at social media. <laughs> you know what you, you are, you are. And, um, as soon as the, the, you, you brought up your dad's sites, I followed across everything. Oh, I, was like, I was like, this is the coolest dude in the world. And I hope that after the interview, you realize how awesome I am that you want to follow me back, but we'll get into that later. Oh, but, yeah. um, in terms of your brother, because like, like you said, six before 270 cut like a brick house. The first time I saw him was when they brought the resurgence of the heart foundation with TJ mm-hmm. Wilson. And I had TJ on the show and we talked about that, how, in my opinion, as a Canadian kid to see the heart foundation back 
was legacy and it was awesome. How cool was it for your brother? And I know obviously you can't answer from his personal experience, but you were there. How cool was it for you guys to see him walk out in the pink and black to be part of the new Heart Foundation? That must have been a surreal moment to see, you know, father and son kind of transition together. Because one of the last big storylines your dad had was Mm -hmm. being part of that new Heart Foundation right before, uh, you know, Montreal Screwjob and all that stuff started happening. But that was kind of like one of the last major storylines to remember. And your dad looked like he had so much fun shitting over all those Americans (laughs) and being proudly, you know, semi-Canadians. So what what was the, the surreal thought for you guys when Harry stepped through the ropes is kind of like the new Heart Foundation? I mean, I think he he really enjoyed it. And I know they were kind of like, uh, WWE was kind of like thinking of like different ideas and what to do. And then they, they WWE, they for sure wanted Harry. They wanted Harry and then Natty and TJ, they kind of weren't sold on them yet. Cause you know, at that time, you know, Natty, she didn't have that, you know, that that diva look that they had then, you know, with the, the like the, not saying anything, but they're all like, you know, really, small bikini models and all that back, you know, in the early 2000s. And, you know, TJ, they just weren't really, they weren't really sure. Um, and then it wasn't until the induction that Brett, his Hall of Fame, that Vince saw the three of them together and was like, I think there's something here. <laughs> like these three work, they look good together. And then, um, you know, Harry, Harry was there first. And um, it was just so cool to see them finally all together. Like, because they've been working for years and years. And People can say that, you know, Natty, you know, she, she got in there because of her family, but Natty had the door closed on her many, many times. And, you know, she got, you know, her ACL uh, torn and she was like going to move on to journalism or something and just was very discouraged. And then it was like, bam, you know, it just kind of all organically happened. And so it was just really cool to see that. And again, like TJ, like they kind of weren't interested in now. And TJ is like one of the best wrestlers ever right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Finally, they see, they see what we've all been seeing and credit where credit's due. And, uh, I mean, you look at Natty now and it's like, wow, like she, she looks like a, like a, like a certified star now, you you know, she looks like Jennifer Lopez or something. And, uh, you know, Harry's grown and he's been using the Davy Boy Smith Jr. Name. And it was just, it's just really cool to see how it's all come together and unfortunately, you know, TJ, he's not wrestling anymore, but I know he, he's really, he likes doing the producing role. But um, I, as, as a sister and as a family member and as a fan, seeing them together, it was really cool. It was really exciting. I remember they main evented, um, it was, a, I think, a Bret Hart Appreciation Night back in 2010. It was right, I think, the day before my birthday in September. And it was at Madison Square Garden and it was sold out. And I think Harry... Uh, and TJ and Natty, they wrestled, I think it was like either one of the main events or it was the main event. And I think it was just like a house type show, but, it, and it was just that, I just thought that was so cool. And I saw pictures of it and I'm like, wow, it's happened. It's really awesome. But I just wish that, and I'm so glad now Harry's like incorporating my dad in his gear with like the red, white, and blue and the paw prints. And, but I felt like then it was just like pink and black, pink and black and I was like but what 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 about so yeah it's uh it's all happening now absolutely and and you know what Uh, as much as I loved Harry in WWE I love him even more outside of WWE and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean in like the one of the most complimentary ways possible Uh, his run in MLW was one of the main reasons I started watching MLW I now have a subsidiary side podcast called the MLW Rewind which we talk about fusion every week and we interview the current roster members. But next time you see Harry, you can let him know the reason why I'm an MLW fan is because of him. The run he had there was epic. And I can't wait to see where he goes next. Cause you know, I've heard whispers. I've heard rumors. I'm not going to say I'm in, I'm in the know, but there's a lot of areas you could think. And, and with what was happening, I would for sure when they announced your dad last year, I thought for sure, man, wouldn't it be awesome to see Harry Georgia up there, giving the speech, you know, honoring their dad. And then, boom, Monday after WrestleMania. I get chills in the back of my neck thinking about but Harry comes out. Like, I would have literally screamed my head off. I would have marked out <laughs> hardcore if that had happened. And I, I would love to see your, your brother get a second turn in WWE. But I would love to see them let him run creatively mm-hmm. with the British Bulldog gimmick. We haven't seen that gimmick in so long. And I'd love to see it, but not in NXT UK. 
I want to yeah. see it main roster. I think your brother, like my wheels are turning. The one match I'd love to see, and if it would ever happen, would be your brother versus probably my all-time favorite right now at this moment, Kevin Owens. A lot of people say I look like Kevin Owens. I've kind of got the doppelganger side of him, except the bushy beard I don't have because I can't do it. I, I like get one hour of, of hair on this. I got to shave it. I can't do the, can't grow it out long. Won't yeah, grow it out long. Yeah, my dad's look like that too. But um, yeah, like if, if I could see your brother have a second turn in WWE, the, that's one match I'd love to see. There's so many matches and it would be great to have come full circle and have TJ produce one of his matches. Like that would just be the shit because TJ is such a great producer and your brother's yeah. such a talent. And I just, I wish, I wish that, I hope that somebody from WWE is watching and they think they think that I'm right. And they say, that kid's got some moxie. I'll let them take credit for the idea, Georgia. I won't say I thought of it. I'll say they thought what? of it. They thought of it. Thought I, of it. I, hope, I hope that wherever your brother lands next, his star continues to shine brighter. And I know, I know that dad's looking down and he's proud of him and he's proud of you because what you've done with the resurgence in him, it's all a credit to you because you never let his legacy be forgotten. And that's something that you should be very proud of. And I'm telling you, even though you're a guest on my show, I'm not going to kiss your butt. I'm going to tell you honestly, you should be proud of that because you never let the world forget him. And that's the most important thing. As wrestling fans, we never forgot him. Never. But you never let the world forget him. And that's the one thing that, again, you, sh you let us share your dad when you were younger. We appreciate you for letting us never forget him. And that, I mean, that's the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I, because I sometimes feel like, like I, I haven't, like I'm not doing enough or like, so just... Hearing that, it really touches my heart. I really appreciate that. And, um, you know, that's, that's all I wanted. And I, I feel like I've, I've done that or close to have done that. So thank you. No problem. To go back to the icons uh, special. So we know what's going to air near the tail end. So this, obviously this episode is going to drop sometime end of February, early March. So it'll be just before the timeline. So we'll still be able to promote it and, and build your dad's legacy. But I have to ask, because you did mention earlier that it was therapeutic. In a lot of ways, was it therapeutic as a, a final goodbye, where you could let everything kind of go? Because there was, there was a lot of controversy when he passed away. There was a lot of hearsay, a lot of bullshit of saying that, oh, it, it was this and this and this. Whatever those, I'm not even going to bring those moments to the table, but there was a lot of negativity. And when you're already mourning the loss of your father, Harry's mourning the loss of his father, your mom's mourning the loss of, you know, the man she loved, all that stuff. It, 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 and people don't let anybody rest in peace because controversy sells, right? Negativity mm -hmm. sells. So we can't let a family mourn. No, no, we have, no. To do, we have to do this. We have to say, well, it was this, this, and this. It couldn't have been, been that he just went to sleep and he got called home. It's not rocket science, just let it be. But there was all this negativity. So for you to finally get a chance and a voice for the three of you to sit down and kind of say, no, this is the way it went. This is what happened. This is who he was. Was that the most therapeutic part of it all to kind of look at all the naysayers and say, you know, fuck you. This was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. That was a, a big factor. And I did say, like, like you said, I, everything I wanted to say and everything that like people didn't know about, I, I let that be. And, you know, another thing of it was, was like, I've never really spoken much about my dad you know like in front of wwe like besides his funeral when he when he passed away like speaking in front of his colleagues and an audience and and that um i i hadn't done that in years so having to sit there and you know have the camera and be like all right tell us and it's like well where do i begin and um just getting all of that that's been buried inside of me and and to, to, to talk to WWE about it, you know, nearly 20 years later, it's like, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see because pretty much from start to finish, I was just, I was really upset because <laughs> it was just like, just purging, you know, it was just tears were falling. So I don't know if they're going to be like, oh, the, what can we use? It probably have a Kim Kardashian ugly crying face and the whole thing, but um, <laughs> um yeah, that, that, and, and like hearing Harry talk about it and, you know, that's probably the most I've heard Harry speak about it. So it's going to be nice for people to see that and to see what, what, you know, and like you said, no, people can say and think whatever, but nobody knows what we went through 
and how it's affected us to this day. And I, I get like nasty people online that say things to me or say things about my dad. It's just like, and even after I posted a clip of it, people were saying nasty things to me. And it's like, if this is what you've taken away from this trailer of like, like you, they're like, and I, I deal with it all the time. It's, it's, it's really bad, but you know, it comes with the territory and you know, the, the more fame a person's got or the more spotlight people are going to re some people are going to react that way because they're jealous or they're sad or I don't, they want attention, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot that, that whole few days that we filmed and uh, I'm grateful, you know, that WWE, that we, we've had this opportunity to do that now. And, uh, you know, I was talking to my mom about it and like with this icons and with this Hall of Fame, like this is probably going to be my last like thing with WWE because everything that I wanted with my dad, I've done. And, you know, with the future where it's going with events and it's like, I, I don't see myself going to Dallas and like, I don't know why I would go unless Harry was there and I was a guest of his or something, but um, it's just, it's just weird now to see like where, what my next, our, our next chapter is. Cause it's like, I've done everything. And that was another factor. It's like, I've accomplished everything. And this is kind of like our last hurrah with, with this and like, let's make this count type of thing. So that, that was, that kind of weighed on my mind a bit and it still does that it's just like, I, and I'm going to still always run my dad's stuff. I'm going to always continue and carry that. Um, but outside of that, my chapter, I think, with pro wrestling, I'm like, you know, this is probably going to be my one, one of my last podcasts with wrestling I'm going to do for, for the time being. Well, then I'm honored that you, you gave me the time. Yeah. And it's because you knew I was Canadian. I figured that's what it was because you spent a lot of time in Canada. And you've also spent a lot of time in Tampa. So you're kind of a traitor because you're, you're American now, but we're not going to hold it against you. We're not going to hold it against you. But I, I, I got a couple more questions to ask. This is kind of a joke question that I need to know. Ooh. You've spent time in Calgary, one of the coldest provinces we have here. Um, you've spent time in Tampa where it's warm and sunny all the time. Yeah. You got to deal with hurricanes and stuff, but it's, it's warm and sunny. What place is, is cooler? I mean, what place is, is the, the better? And let's, let's, let's tread lightly because you're on a Canadian okay. podcast. Okay, so personally, and this is nothing to nothing to take away from anything or anybody, but from my experience, I'm going to say I prefer Tampa, and that's only because I've got so many bad memories in Canada. Right. So many bad things have happened. <laughs> right. Whilst being there, and lots of things that I lost, and people I lost. So, uh, you know, here it's like a. a a new chapter, a new, um, you know, uh, look, all these nice things have happened with my dad and everything since I've been here. So I'm, I'm going to go with that, but okay. just based on that. Well, and also now you and I are friends. We're like, we're like this now. Like we're that. like, we're happening. We're, we're, we're paisanos. So it's good. It's good. Um, if there's one piece of advice that your dad passed on to you and, and I pass on stuff to my daughter all the time and she may not see it as advice now, but when she looks down at the line in the, in the future, she might see it as advice. Mm -hmm. Is there something that your dad always kind of instilled in you? Like something, you know, like something as simple as never give up, or I know you can do better. Mm -hmm. or I know this is not who you are. Like, is there something like that your dad always kind of stated to you that you would like to pass on to his fans, anybody watching? Um, so my dad, like, it probably sounds like cheesy, but he just, he never quit. And I saw firsthand that he, he never ever quit like you know whether it was something like if he was physically being brought down with injuries or uh, a mental you know going through all the the trauma from losing his mom his sister in the span of three months and then owen and things like that he he never he never quit he just he wouldn't you know sit in bed all day and be like and and have like the the woe was me mentality which he could have had easily Right. I would have had that, but he was just like, no, I'm going to, and that's what, when I feel low, I sometimes think, well, what would Davey do? What would he do? Okay. Well, he would get up and he would get on with the day. He would work out. He would make, try to make, make the situation better. That um, my dad was, was very giving and, you know, he never, he never let the cruelness of the world or of, you know, the, the entertainment industry get 
the better of him. You know, my dad all like you give the shirt off your his back. He would lend whoever money he would give and give and give. And some people took advantage of that. But that's one thing I took away from him. It's like, you know, if you're if you are in such a low place and you still have the ability to want to help somebody else, like that just shows what a the person he was. And um um there was something else that he he also instilled in me oh he just he wouldn't let like things like like I remember one time like there was a, a whole people thing of autograph people wanted autographs from him like a swarm of people and my dad was running late to Harry's uh wrestling tournament that he had my dad was like I can't do this right now like he'd be running late and like people were pissed but my dad wasn't there for an appearance he was there to watch Harry wrestle and we were like kind of running late and scrambling to get to a seat and people and like the, people were saying horrible things about him. And I said to him, I was like, and I was really upset. And my dad's like, that's what I deal with all the time. That's the name of the game. He's like, this, this happens. Like, that's just what you're going to, what you got to deal with and you got to like get tough skin. And that was something that I, I always took with me. It's like, you know, people are going to, whether it's good or bad, you know, you got to just have tough skin and be like, you know, don't let that stuff bring you down type of thing. Absolutely. And I think that's a great thing to have. And that's unfortunate that, and I've talked to a lot of, a lot of other kids. Like I've talked to uh, Bianca Corelli, uh, Anthony Corelli's daughter about mm-hmm. like, you know, moments like that where, you know, he's trying to just be a dad. He's not Davy boy. Now he's just dad. And he's trying to enjoy time with his family, but fans don't get that. People no. don't understand that. They think, oh, well, he's going to ha- he's got to have time for me because without me, there would be no him. Because if I'm not cheering him on, he's not going to love. He, that's what they're like. That's, that's what, yeah. yeah. And, and that's unfortunate. And um, it, it sucks that you had to experience that. But uh, I guess this is my final question. Uh, in terms of, uh, of being a child of, of a legend like that or being a child of, of a celebrity, is it hard to sometimes have to deal with those moments? Is it hard to sometimes mm-hmm. not be able to go out for McDonald's, like you said, you would go to the gym and then you'd con him into McDonald's. So um, was it hard sometimes to like be sitting down at McDonald's and like, you're just trying Mm -hmm. to enjoy a meal in that father daughter silence, you know, you're eating your chicken nuggets. He's eating his Big Mac. I think he was a Big Mac guy. Was he a Big Mac guy? guy. He liked McChicken and Big Macs. Yep. Yes. He's a man after my own heart. I love this guy even more. (laughs) We loved our McDonald's and he loved, uh, I don't know if you've got it there, but Chicago deep dish pizza. My dad. we had the pizza here for like five minutes. Canadians are stupid. I love the McDonald's pizza. So oh, it was, the, it was just the right. It was just Chicago. It was a different. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No, the Chicago. Yeah. We have Chicago deep dish, but I mean, I, I want to have a bucket list for sure is authentic Chicago deep dish. I got to go to Chicago to get it for sure. For sure. Uh, so those were two, two things, junk food things he liked to eat and chocolate. Uh, but yeah, it was, sometimes it was hard and it's funny speaking of McDonald's, him and I went one time and the guy was like giving him his food and he was like, Oh my God, you're the British bulldog. And my dad's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and I was like, why did you say you weren't? He's like, I just, I don't want to be a British bulldog right now. But um, I, I remember going to the mall with him and like being on the escalator and just like a swarm of people. And I remember like walking with him and him being followed people waiting outside his bathroom stall. Oh my God. And it's, 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 it sucks. Cause you can't, you can't have, it takes away from time, time that we know was cut short anyways. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. And that's horrible. You know, my dad, besides, you know, the time with Harry uh, running late to his tournament and the McDonald's guy, I had never, I've, my dad never ever declined signing an autograph or taking a picture with somebody wow. in my whole years of with him. So that's, that's you know, shows you he, he was just like, he had, he never had a problem with it, but uh, yeah, sometimes it was, people were too much. They just went too far. Um, but it's, I think, I think if he'd be, if he was here, here now today, I think it would be like crazy. I think like we'd have to really like watch our privacy. A hundred percent you would, but if he was here right now, I might be talking to you and he might be on the screen too. And I'd be sitting there going, hi, you're amazing. You're, you're, you're awesome. I, I wanted to be British because of you. Dude, you rock. Like I would, I would geek out like a child hardcore. And then I would tell his other story and knowing your dad, he'd be like, I'm going to mail you out a picture tomorrow. And I'd be like, yes, yeah, he would do that. Awesome. I know he would. And that's, and I've never met him, but I could get that vibe. And it, 
I honestly believe and truly believe that he's proud of you. And I know he is and the legacy that you left. So one final thing, and then you can shout yep. out all the socials before we wrap it up and you can go enjoy your evening and you can go eat because I know you're starving. Um, if all, all your fans that are watching this, and I hope there's a lot of them watching this and appreciating your dad as much as I do, anything you want to say to them on behalf of your dad? Thank you guys for all your support and your love and the overwhelming joy that you give me on a daily basis in celebrating the man. Um, just that's, that's just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And there's more to come. There's more to come with Davey. Um, I mean, I don't know what, what's going to be happening with WWE, but um, with him, but outside of that, he, he's got a lot of cool stuff happening and I can't wait for you guys to see that. And uh, he's, he's got some exciting things coming out and uh, I'm working on trying to somehow, some way get a biopic of him made. So shut up. I was just going to say that I was going to, I was going to be like, fuck it. After the documentary, you got to do a movie. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. working on it. Okay. Fantastic. When that happens, you let me know. I will tweet and share and Instagram yeah. the crap out of that. Cause that would be, I don't even know who would play him. I got a lot of ideas in my head. Now you're going to have me up all night. I'm going to be texting you random like actor names and be like, what about this guy? We'll just add like 60 pounds because he's skinny as shit. Your dad was not, we got to do this. Oh yeah. my God. That's incredible. If that ever happens, that would be amazing. Cause you know what? There hasn't been a true wrestling biopic done no. ever. And if your dad was the first, and if you were, if you and Harry were behind it, I know that it would be 100% authentic. And you just, we just have to find the right person, Georgia. We have to. We got to think long and hard. Cool. That's like, that's, uh, and like, besides that, and I want to get a statue with him, uh, of him um, in his home city, hometown in uh, Goldborn. I want to try to get a statue there. I know they've got something, uh, some museum type thing, a picture of him in there, but I want an actual, you know, Davey on Turnbuckle at Wembley. I've got a picture of it over there. I want something like that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think those are all fantastic ideas. And I know that, um, I know that you are like your dad, Thank you never quit. So we're going to see it and we're going to see it. We're going to see it. I know. I don't, I don't take no for an answer. I kind of, and that's crazy. My mom said, my mom's like, what do you, how does it feel that you've gotten everything you wanted? It's <laughs> like, well, I, it's, uh, I did it because, because uh, I, I care. That's why it worked. Cause I care when you don't care about something. Yeah, you know, obviously see the results, but I I care and, and love him uh, deeply, and I'm I'm glad that everybody is on this Team Davy movement journey that we're all on, and uh, we've only just begun. I feel absolutely, and I am proud and honored to have you as a guest today. And now, officially, let you know you are a member of the Straight Talk family. Anytime you want to come back on the show. You're more than welcome. And it doesn't have to be about wrestling. You can just come back for 15 minutes and give us an update on the legacy of Davey and what you're building towards next. You know what? Fuck it. I think we should do one more thing. He's got Canadian roots. He's got British roots. We should have a holiday, a Davey Boy Smith holiday. Yeah. I would gladly take off work for one day to sit down and watch Davey Boy 24-7. I would love that. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Have a Davy Boy Smith holiday. Absolutely. Have it be like a bank holiday Monday. Absolutely. And we'll sit down with a Big Mac and a McChicken and a Chicago style deep dish. Yes. And that's what you have to eat on Davy Boy's holiday. I love it. I love it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So before you go, like I said, you are now officially a member of the Straight Talk Thank family. You. Thank you for being a guest. And before I self-promote myself and shout out my socials, please let everybody know where they can follow you and keep on all the updates of the legend that is your father. Okay. So my social media, I'm on Instagram at Georgia J. Smith. My Twitter is at Georgia Smith 87. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Georgia Smith seven. I was born in 87. So I go like the sevens a lot. Um, and then my dad's Instagram is at the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith. It's kind of a long name, but that's his name. That's the name. And you can catch all his updates and things on there. And uh, you can see his website. Um, <laughs> um, he's on his website. You can see his, his uh, different um, uh, his, his diet you can see his exercises he does um, on there 
He's got frequently asked questions. So if there's any questions you guys that people ask on here or they, they want to ask um, after watching this, feel free to shoot that in a message, but that's just davyboysmith.com and you can get different updates and things on there. And uh, his Twitter is uh, twitter.com slash davyboy, uh, underscore Davy, davyboysmith. So yeah, he's, he's got a lot going on. But um, if you go to any one of those pages, you'll, you'll see him. Oh, and he's on Facebook, just the British Bulldog. Absolutely. And I follow all the British Bulldog stuff. I don't follow all your stuff. So I'm going to have to change that right after we hang up. Yes. And to be a glutton for self-promotion. I'm at Twitter at underscore straight talk. I'm on Instagram at straight talk wrestling. And I'm on Facebook at straight talk wrestling. So hit me up. I love it. And if, if the British Bulldogs daughter's following me, that's huge. I'm going to go oh, out well, and thank you. I'm going to go out and, you know, get a big Mac right away. So hopefully I get a refollow from an amazing human being such as yourself. And like I said, thank you so much for letting us share your dad. Thank and you. We, we finally, we finally, we finally did it. It was crazy. The, the schedule, but we we've come together for this. And as I said, this is going to be one of the last wrestling podcasts I do. I'll, I'll come back obviously. Cause you know, we're, we're tight now. Absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so thanks thanks for having me on. And I can't wait for you guys to see what's with Davey and with me, what's happening next. So Absolutely. We can't wait for the next chapter because it's an amazing legacy and the future's bright. And we're going to keep his memory alive because uh, he'll never be forgotten. He was that damn good. He Thank was. you. All right, you go enjoy the rest of your evening. And don't worry, we won't let anybody know your brother was snoring. Oh, I said it. I'm sorry. I did. I said it. I'm sorry. Well, good night, Harry. Sweet dreams. All right, guys. As always, I'm your host, your boy, George Mackay. You know my guest, Georgia Smith. Thank you so much. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.